John Clark with Clark Energy Consulting. Outstanding. Thank you for joining us here today. It's time now for our weekly OG brief, our oil and gas update. John Clark, Clark Energy Consulting, is going to be giving us the lowdown or the OG brief down, if you will. How are you doing today? Doing well, Jason. How are you? Doing fantastic, and thank you for asking. But the world of oil and gas, it's so hard to predict these days. So, John Clark, thank you for joining us this week for the oil and gas brief, OG brief, if you will. So let's get to it. Yeah, Jason. Well, uh, last week and this week, the big three oil field service providers, that would be Schlumberger, Halliburton, and Baker Hughes, reported their 2019 earnings. So uh, what I saw in those earnings was actually interesting. The OG brief I posted this week titled, Shale Slump Signals Services Seek Elsewhere. International Oil Field Services Behemoth Schlumberger reported a $10.1 billion loss in 2019, compared with a $2.2 billion profit in 2018. The company is responding to the ongoing shale slump by selling underperforming assets, idling frag fleets, closing locations, and laying off employees. It's interesting because the CEO actually commented that after two years of strong growth, North American revenue fell sharply, driven largely by the land market weakness affecting our one-stem pressure pumping business. So pressure pumping, if you're not aware, is, is basically um, the pumps that are used in the fracking process. So my background in oil and gas began in fracking, uh, which is a stimulation process that's used to unlock oil and gas from shale rock, which directly contributed to the U.S. becoming the world's leading producer of oil currently at 13 million barrels per day, more than doubling in the last decade. Uh, there's, it's funny, there's an article in USA Today titled, Have You Hugged a Fracker Today? Uh, they're going to need it because the way I see this year going, the service companies are losing mart, you know, profit in U.S. shale and focusing on international and offshore markets. So that's pretty telling for me that you know the service companies are basically shifting focus towards international markets so i see the you know weakness in shale for 2020 if the service companies are facing weakness the enps or the exploration and production companies are are ultimately being more disciplined in capital drilling and completing less wells and so i see uh the market for this year being pretty flat or maybe declining compared to last year for the services space. Uh, interestingly enough, oil prices fell this week, dipped below $55 a barrel per today uh, as a result of rising U.S. inventories. Uh, this is despite a major news that Libya had an outage on their production due to force majeure basically meaning they couldn't keep up with their contracts. So uh, the market is still digesting what that may mean, but ultimately the country produces 1.2 million barrels per day, and if they face a complete shutdown, that will be pretty significant. The uh, rig counts for this week actually increased 15, but we're still down 254 rigs compared to last year. Uh, so ultimately, the services 
space, you know, is is uh, focusing elsewhere. I think ENPs will have, you know, continue to be disciplined in capital. And actually, next week, I will be releasing my Clark Energy Outlook report, where I'll cover Outlook for services and ENPs in North American Shell and offshore and international segments. And also next week, we have the ENPs report their 2019 earnings. So ExxonMobil, Chevron, Murphy, and Hess will be reporting their earnings. And so I'll touch on that next week as well. Well, we've been saying this on the program for a while. You know, there's still money circulating around the globe. And it doesn't surprise me to hear that the big three service companies, especially going international to get some business because the money's circulating across the globe now. A lot of people for a long time, you know, knew it was circulating through the U.S., but it's global money now. And so you got to make a better steak sandwich than the next guy. But at the same time, you've got automation coming in. So you've got to figure out new markets and new market places. So it doesn't surprise me that you're seeing some international play like that. That's right. And and there's more offshore rigs that are being added. And they're, you know, basically the reserves that have been produced uh, have not been replaced, you know, from in conventional assets over the last, you know, five years since the downturn. Uh, so what I think we'll start seeing is more exploration in new frontiers, ultra deep waters. Uh, you know, Apache recently announced a huge discovery offshore South America. I think the offshore markets will, you know, the biggest ones will be Gulf of Mexico, uh, offshore uh, Africa, and South America. But also China recently uh, announced plans to dr- drill in the South China Sea. So we're, you know, definitely offshore. I think there's a lot of potential for new exploration. Yeah, I think as the automation again ramps up, the offshore is going to see you're you're going to see more offshore too with automation it's just that just you know what i mean common sense will will dictate that right yeah because you're talking about some safety precautions and that sort of thing and just you know quality of work and etc but uh still every time i say automation some people think of job elimination but it just opens up a different market that's the thing it just opens up a different market so instead of having Maybe four rig hands, you have two, but then you have a couple people that need to update software and create the software and et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, okay, great. So we've got the OG brief, which was pretty much about the big three earnings, kind of a roundup of that, a recap of that. But then also you mentioned the Clark Energy Outlook report will be out next week. So, uh, just kind of in summary, anything we missed, anything you want to reiterate, anything that we want to preview or plug, uh, just kind of take the, you know, the, the the final thoughts, if you were, and, and take them whichever direction you'd like. Yeah, I mean, the oil and gas markets have started the year quite volatile. I think what uh, will be, you know, we're really looking at a, a price range for oil in the 55 to 65 dollar per barrel range. And I think the first half of this year will remain soft. Um, we may see some strength in the second half, but we're really, we really need to see oil prices sustain $60 or above in order for activity to grow. Uh, I think, you know, that, that goes, you know, really excites me for 2021. 
I think this year, uh, you know, is, is going to be a little bit slower than last year. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for the updates. And, uh, you know, my focus is to, to help in busy industry professionals uh, stay tuned and, and be able to filter out some of the news uh, to, you know, really what the markets are are actually doing. And, and with kind of a global uh, intent, you know, oil and gas is traded globally like we've, we've talked about and it's uh, needed all over the world. So it's, it's not going away. Uh, but, you know, I think we just have so much production in the U.S. and it's starting to shift internationally. So do you get a website, newsletter, you know, how do you make money? Go ahead and give yourself a plug here for, you know, sharing the information you got with us. You can go to ClarkEnergyConsulting.com. Uh, there's also a LinkedIn page, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and please subscribe if you you can receive the weekly OG briefs by email. And uh, you can also download a free copy of the Clark Energy Outlook Report uh, as soon as next week.